Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network for this, uh, what is it, June the 21st. First day of summer. Really? Official, officially. According to my calendar. Okay. Yep. All right. Fred Jackson, that's the voice you hear. Chris mm-hmm. Woodbury. Good, good morning, morning, Chris. Good Ray morning. Pritchard. How you doing, Brother Ray? Hey, I'm doing good, Tim. How are you? Doing well. Weather report in Kansas City, Kansas hot, is what? Hot. Is hot, it hot? Hot, hot. <laughs> it is so hot. It's unreasonably hot. Is it hotter than hot. uh, Tupelo? What, what do you got there? I, well, we're, we're going to be in the upper 90s today with heat index around 110 that's just wow. wrong that's illegal <laughs> oh, so man. we got to stop this right uh, now i'm hearing you brother well it's 99 here today is a high i don't oh, know what the oh, what the oh. heat index is but at well, some point does it does it even matter i know, you know? right uh, and what <laughs> they'll express and what's the point in complaining about the weather because there ain't no nope. To borrow from a country song, there ain't squat you can do about it. So, but that's unusual. Basically, the temperature in Mississippi, right, is the same as Kansas City today. Yeah, yeah, same, that's same. That's yeah. that's unusual. It's hot everywhere today. I'm looking at a uh, USA Today article, and they talk about uncomfortable heat and humidity expected across the U.S. And then down at the bottom, it says parts of Europe also are facing extreme heat. Ray, you gonna bike ride today? <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I uh, know. <laughs> is, that, is that because, the, uh, seriously, is that dangerous to do? I mean, just, yeah, it is. is you it? know, w- w- when you get up with the, the heat index, 105, 110, it, it's, it, what's amazing to him is you can be out there riding and you get dehydrated and don't realize what has happened to you. And then suddenly you're, you find yourself passed out or you, you fall out or something. So no. I'm, I if you. I was going to ride the day, I would have done it at seven thirty this morning <laughs> gotcha. when it was more humane gotcha well i know i may be the only one in the room but i love hot weather <laughs> mm-hmm. amen now will uh, you play golf today i don't know if i'll play today you talked to but Allison. you would go out in the afternoon like <laughs> on a day like this and play golf yeah yeah my uncle had a saying <laughs> okay has a saying okay <laughs> it's never too hot to golf okay but <laughs> it would now, seem like it seemed like 99 would be pretty close though well that's <laughs> funny you should mention that because <clears throat> you know allison my lovely and talented wife of nearly 40 years she asked me a few years ago she said uh it was the middle of summer it's like this uh-huh. i said so uh I, I need you to help me in the yard this oh. afternoon after work yeah right. oh. so i said honey it is way too hot to do yard work. That's right. I'm going right. to go golf, okay? <laughs> uh, let's see. Both are outside. That's and, right. And both are you're moving your body. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I do like summer. I, nobody likes po- uh, up, up over 100, but I, I do – I'm a summertime guy, I'll tell you that. I, I don't like cold weather whatsoever. All right, if you want to watch this here show uh, in which we're operating under 72 degrees yeah, and clear, 
Uh, <laughs> then uh, you can do that at YouTube or Facebook. Just type in Today's Issues. Today's Issues. And we're live video streaming right there on Facebook and YouTube. Neither one of those outlets have uh, banned us. So we are happy to be on those. And pretty soon, I'm told, we'll have our own streaming service so that we can send you there to watch the live video of the show. Today's issues here on American Family Radio. Chris Woodward, newsman Chris Woodward. Yes. Uh, uh, what do you got, Chris? We have breaking news out of the Supreme Court of these United States of America, where the high court ruled today religious schools can get tuition assistance from the state of Maine. A bit of background here. The Supreme Court ruled that religious schools cannot be excluded from a program in Maine that offers tuition aid for private education, a decision that could ease religious organizations' access to taxpayer money. You can read more about this by visiting our website, AFN.net. It is a case. It involves Maine. But as Supreme Court cases often do, this one is going to set pretty much a national precedence going forward. Yeah, it was a 6-3 to three decision uh, with Justice Roberts uh, uh, writing those, the majority opinion. Here's what's interesting. So Maine has this program for kids who live in rural communities that don't have a school nearby. They can s contract with a public school or they can get tuition assistance to go to private schools. Now, what happened in Maine was there were a couple, couple of parents that wanted to send their kids uh, under this program to Christian schools. And Maine said, oh, no, you can send them to a private school, but it can't be a Christian school. Those parents took this case to court. It's been working its way through the system. And today, the United States Supreme Court said to Maine, you cannot say to these parents that they cannot send their kids. They don't qualify for the yeah. program because they want to send them to Christian schools. In other words, you can't discriminate against parents who want to use the same, have the same access that everybody else does, except they want to send their kids to Christian schools. Yeah. That's interesting. They should say it's okay to send them to a private school, mm -hmm. which you think, Ray, would be the fundamental objection by people right. on this on this voucher issue. But they uh, But anyway, this is great news for religious freedom. And well, it's, it's a tremendous victory. What it says is the states cannot practice uh, viewpoint discrimination. Right. If you're going to allow the voucher program to be used for private schools generally, generally then you cannot exclude religious schools, which would be Christian schools, could be Jewish schools, right. could be a Muslim school if they've got that in Maine. You cannot say we will favor these private schools, but not religious schools. So huge yeah. victory. And um, again, this is goes back to President Trump appointing those three conservative justices to the Supreme Court during mm -hmm. his tenure, or otherwise we wouldn't have this decision. This is, this is key. And, and the two schools in question in Maine, Temple Academy in Waterville, uh, says it expects its teachers to integrate biblical principles with their teaching in every subject and teaches students to spread the word of Christianity. The other school is Bangor Christian Schools, says it seeks to develop within each student a Christian worldview and Christian philosophy of life. So there you have it. Uh, the two schools also candidly admit that they, they do uh, stand against homosexuality and individuals who are transgender and non-Christian. So... Uh, this goes a long way against the arguments that we've heard from the left 
for so long that because they teach biblical principles that go against the secular mainstream of the country, they don't qualify for these things. Uh, listening to Shannon Bream of Fox News, she is the one of the legal experts who is a Christian, and she says she believes this will open the door. This will open the door for vouchers where parents can use the vouchers, their tax money that they're giving now to, pro- to public schools, they can take it, put it into vouchers, and put it towards Christian schools. Yeah. All right, big victory out of the Supreme Court today. Yes, sir. Uh, but yet no decision announced on the uh, Mississippi uh, abortion case, which has been in the news for the last two months, yeah, right? Yeah, it feels like two years uh, right. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, still no decision on that case. That's well, the how many Dobbs more, How many case. more days does the Supreme Court uh, have to— to announce decisions that is a good question uh there is another day uh it looks like they're going to issue more opinions on thursday uh thursday is the last day this month as of now that they have marked as an opinion day however uh they could if they don't decide that on thursday decide you know hey we're going to issue more opinions next week we shall see you're telling me the supreme court does what it wants to yes <laughs> it does yeah i i have to wonder uh-huh I believe the justices, you know, the leaked decision that came out now, what, right. six weeks ago? Yeah. I have to, I think they'll stick with that decision, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if they're deliberately waiting till the very, very end because of all the controversy that's out there. Yeah, I don't really don't see the advantageousness of that. I would just go ahead and I would have done it day one, get it over with. Get mm-hmm. it done. Yeah, but, but, uh, but now. A lot of times they save the most high-profile case to the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like to draw. Well, Go ahead. We, we've seen these demonstrations in front of the homes of the conservative justices, yeah. and we know they've added security all around the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wondered to myself, are they delaying it to the very end of the term so that the justices, if right. they want to be get somewhere else, yeah. get out of town, mm-hmm. because you know yeah. they're going to be explosive demonstrations. Hey, we were in, I was in D.C. Um, uh, yeah. last week with our tour group, and the Supreme Court is, I've never seen the uh, fencing extended out so far. It was out to the yeah. street. Uh, wow. If you've seen so the, you can't get close. No, no, you can't get close. Uh, it's, so they're anticipating, as you say, Ray, uh, a reaction. The, the the only people you have to worry about as far as getting violent is the left wingers. Yeah. Right. Uh, getting violent uh-huh. uh, because uh, they're the ones who are attacking the crisis pregnancy centers across the country. That's not getting much national news. Churches focus. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the that's that, that's only. You know, I know the Justice Department will say, we're worried about violence coming from all sides. No, you're not. The pro-lifers aren't going to get violent. Nope. They're not. They nope. don't get violent. Nope. Right. Uh, it's only the left-wing pro-abortion groups yeah. and people that get violent. It's so. interesting uh, that here we are at the end of the month, and as is often the case, uh, we talk about the big cases coming out at the end of the term, in, in this situation, the end of June. Uh, but Roe versus Wade was decided in January of 1973. Really? So, it, yeah, to, you know, right. there, there, there was nothing to stop them a couple of months ago from issuing that opinion. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because the other case we're waiting for is the Coach Kennedy case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just connecting it to what they ruled on Maine. 
First Amendment rights. Yeah. So I wonder where that points us with regards yeah, to Yeah, for Coach those Kennedy. who need reminding, that uh, Coach Kennedy was, uh, he, uh, first, his first name escapes me. Joe. Uh, Joe Kennedy. He uh, was a uh, high school football coach in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, praying after after a game, games, right, as mm-hmm. was his custom uh, at in, on the field, mm-hmm. and the school fired him. You yep. can't do that. And he said, well, you know, that's a violation of my First Amendment religious freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not compelling any of the students to come. I'm just doing this on my own. Now, some of the kids did come. It was after the game was over, yeah, after right. they'd already been in the – I understand it in the locker room. Everybody was dismissed to go home if they want to, and he's he's out there praying. Some of the kids joined him, and the school said, uh, "You know, you're fired." But that's yeah. the case. So he sued him. Yep. So he's at this. This that's the case that the Supreme Court is heard and is going to rule on. I'm going to guess they're going to rule in his favor based on this main decision. To be consistent, yeah, they would have to do that. I kind of don't think they ever would have taken it in the first place. And, you know, there wasn't a legal argument from the other side against Coach Joe Kennedy. They said, well, some students might be offended. Mm-hmm. Since when right. does that become a legal <laughs> argument? No. No, you just got your God-haters out there, uh, the ACLU types, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center types. They just – Christianity is like nails on a chalkboard to them. And yeah. so anytime they can – uh, you know, try to push it down, Christianity, mm-hmm. and uh, that they will do so. So, again, had this had Coach Kennedy been compelling his players to That's come different. to something uh, of a religious nature, yeah, that mm-hmm. would be against the law. Yes. Uh, but not uh, in a voluntary situation where he was – he wasn't – Again, requiring any of his players. I don't know if he was an assistant or if he was the actual. He was the head coach. He was the head he coach. He was the head coach. Yeah. And that case is almost ten years old. Yes. Uh, we started. I've been here for twelve years. Uh, and that we. <laughs> I want to say it goes back to 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah. You're listening. You're listening to the radio program today's issues on American Family Radio. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at afr.net comments at afr.net we thank you for listening to afr again no decision today from the supreme court on the mississippi abortion mm-hmm. uh ruling that uh, uh it, it's been in the news for the last few weeks everyone is anticipating that the supreme court will overturn roe versus wade which will send uh, abortion law back to the states and so every state in the union, that's the way it was pre-1973 Roe decision. Every state will uh, regulate abortion uh, uh, on, a, on a statewide level. So that's, that's what will happen. Despite the fact that you hear this, these uh, primal screams from abortion rights uh, groups that this is, you know, going to, uh, you know, end abortion and, and, and uh, it's going to compel women to have babies and so forth like that. Uh, all this really does is send the uh, question of abortion law back to the states mm-hmm. so that the st- states can uh, regulate through their legislature, uh, their representatives, how they want to govern that issue, again, on a state-by-state basis. Yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead. I have some Chris. slightly good news in the way of gas prices. Uh, now, they're not back down to $2, uh, so don't get too excited. But uh, today's national average is down about $0.05 cents from this time last week. 
the, the national average this morning for a gallon of regular is $4.96. Last week, we were paying just over 5 bucks a gallon, which was uh, another That's record. the national average? Yes, sir. Uh, and I bring all this up because yesterday, uh, President Joe Biden was in the news for saying he was open to the idea of uh, doing away with the federal gas tax for a bit. Uh, this is the uh, the gas tax that is applied to our uh, gas purchases, and that money goes towards highways and roads and bridges and infrastructure. How much? How much is that? Eighteen point four cents per gallon. So how, how much? Eighteen point four cents per gallon is federal tax. Yes. So that would bring it down. That would bring the he national can do average that. down. He can do that by himself. The executive branch does claim that it has the authority to do that because uh, the executive branch oversees things like the infrastructure department. What would you do to make up that money? That's a good question. I'm going to be talking about that with uh, Heritage Foundation later today, so I don't have an immediate answer. But I will tell you that the infrastructure bill that Biden signed into law several mm. months ago did provide billions of dollars for roads and bridges. So don't panic and think my road's by, not going to be paved next week if he does away with it. By the way, I was reading a story about that last night. The money that they passed for the infrastructure bill, which oh. was, what, $1 trillion mm-hmm. for roads and bridges across America? And Internet. But because of inflation, they're saying that that money's not going to go as far. Right. So we're going to have half a bridge. <laughs> Okay. Half a bridge to nowhere. <laughs> Half a bridge, and every other pothole will be filled. That's, okay. right. That's what we're looking at in Biden's America. Life yeah. will be a little smoother. Yeah. What right. is very interesting about this uh, situation, guys, is uh, this idea of, of federal gas tax holiday is not new. Uh, John McCain threw the idea out there in 2008 when he was running for president, as did Hillary Clinton the first time she ran for president back in 2008. What is very interesting is that Joe Biden's former boss, President uh, Barack Obama, uh, he scoffed at the idea of uh, a gas tax holiday. He called it a gimmick, and I've got a bit of audio here. When did he do this? Uh, Back in 2008 when he was candidate Obama. Okay, so this is a long time ago. Yes. But still, he's talking about what Biden's suggesting that we do. Correct. Go ahead. Flip 11. For us to pretend like we're solving the problem by giving people 30 cents a day, for a grand total of $28, that's it. That's our plan to deal with gas prices and energy. So this isn't a real solution. This is a gimmick. And this is what Washington does whenever there's a big problem. They pretend that they're solving it to try to get through political season, but they don't really solve it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Preach it. So, but that... What he's talking about his 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 vice his then vice president now president Biden is <laughs> suggesting that we do the gimmick right thing mm-hmm. yeah right. okay yeah and nobody wants to bring that up I looked it up uh, gas was expensive in two thousand eight uh, looks like the average was somewhere around three bucks which in two thousand eight was a lot uh, we're paying a lot more than why that are now. the gas prices only way up when Democrats are president huh. yeah how's that happen. That's just, that just seems awful coincidental. Because they want, your, they want your prices to necessarily skyrocket, to use another Barack Obama phrase from 2008. Well, Biden did, was it yesterday or the day before? He said, hey, this is a great opportunity. Yeah, yes. it's a transition. My mama said, what did he say? He said he quoted his mother. He said, my mother, basically he said, out of bad times come good things or something. I'm paraphrasing. You know what I'm talking about? Did you see that, Ray? No. Did you see no. that, Fred? No, I didn't hear that. But he, he said there yeah, in the I'm last 10 up. days, he talked about... 
Uh, we're in a transition. That's what he said. That's the word transition. So, <laughs> in other words, we're getting away from fossil fuels, mm-hmm, and sure. the pain at the pump is the price to pay. Yes. And I used four P's right mm-hmm. there yes. in a row, I think. It probably this- took eight SUVs to get Biden to his uh, bike trip <laughs> in Delaware. All of which sucked gas down like yeah. nobody's business. I, you know, Ed's uh, talking Ed Battagliano. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's an intellectual, <laughs> and he was on yesterday with me, <laughs> and he said that uh, I said to him, "Do you think this tanking of the economy is deliberate by Biden and the Democrats? Because there are a lot of people who do believe that." Yes. Okay. Some people. Live in my family mm-hmm. to believe that. <laughs> now, uh, Ed said that he doesn't believe that it's a deliberate attempt to tank the whole economy, but he does believe that it's deliberate that we make gas prices soar mm-hmm. so that people start buying electric cars. That's right. So that uh, if they can afford them, so that it becomes so painful at the pump that people uh, have to find an alternative. They get a bicycle like Ray and start riding to work. Just save the planet, Fred. <laughs> Fred, I'm not seeing any, huh? I pity the I'm people not seeing who, any. who live 10 miles from work. Well, you know, get a moped. What are they going to do? They do that in India, right, Ray? That's exactly right. Get you a That's moped. Right. Yeah, I've, save I've the seen, planet, Fred. I've seen pictures from <laughs> India. They hang off the roof of buses, too. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I, and I I agree, you know, w- the uh, right. I, I agree. The Biden made it perfectly clear during the campaign he was going to go to war with the oil and right. gas industry. Right. He wanted to end fossil fuels, and uh, and so the cons- he's done a good job of it, Tim. I mean, yeah. uh, I think I think Joe probably looks at all of this as collateral damage yeah, to yeah. get the country where yeah. he wants it to go. Is yeah. It, hey, so, sorry, folks. So he's just kind of acting like he cares about gas it's, prices. It's, it's not going to hurt him. Listen, Joe, oh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden is a globalist. And the global agenda, the World Economic Council, all of these global bodies, is to uh, get basically get rid of fossil fuels and to move people towards alternate ways of energy. Uh, here's what's interesting. I was reading this this morning, guys. You know, the, the Democrats in this country have been trying to scale down nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They've changed their minds on that in the last few weeks. Now they want to start ramping up nuclear reactors. Mm-hmm. France wants to do that, too. Yeah. Are oh, they going to start using coal again in, in Europe? Yeah, parts of except Europe. for Germany. They're completely anti-coal. Well, it'll be interesting to see when Biden goes over to Saudi Arabia for the meeting he said he's not going to have. You see this? Yes. He's going over some kind of summit mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia that he says he's not going over there to meet with the crown prince because, remember, he said they're the pariah of the world or yeah, something correct. like that. Correct. But And then his press secretary said, or his energy secretary said, yeah, he is going to meet with Crown Prince because we we got to have more oil pumped by Saudi Arabia. Well, that's and right. And she's the same one that called OPEC a cartel. So I guess that pumping oil in the U.S. is dirty oil, mm-hmm. but pumping oil and buying oil from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is clean oil. Is that, is that the way this works? No. Okay. He's got a problem. 
Okay, well, and he's not willing to admit that he declared war on the fossil fuels in this country. Yeah. But they're he uh, he's going to he his party's going to get wiped out in November. Yes. In, in large part because of the uh, energy prices and the, and the inflation. And it's killing our economy. Yeah. So maybe that's the price that the Democrats are willing to pay to save us all from burning up. We'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. When you hear this... This is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Did you know you can't sink if you swim in the Dead Sea? You can't sink. You can't uh, drown. And we're going to go to the Dead Sea, and we're going to take a swim, and you can find out if what I'm saying is true or not. That's coming up in March 2023 on our annual trip to Israel. That's right. We're going to the Holy Land in March of 2023. Now, if you want the dates, the cost, the itinerary, everything about the tour, all you need to do is go to TWHolyLand.com. TWHolyLand.com. Everything is there. And if you want to join us, we're already getting a lot of people sign up to go because there's such a pent-up demand to go to Israel because it was closed down basically for two years because of COVID. Well, you can go now and you don't have to have a vaccine shot, okay? TWHolyLand.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. The congregation of Balsora Baptist Church in Bridgeport, Texas, was devastated the other day. Their beloved church building caught fire. It was a total loss. The entire building, everything inside, literally burned to the ground. Firefighters called it a devastating loss to the community, and it was. But amid the smoldering ruins of the church, the firefighters discovered something miraculous. The first responders were stunned by what they saw, a charred cross still standing. You can see the photos on my website, toddsterns.com. The fire department marveled at the image, which they posted on Facebook, a reminder that, yes, the fire did, in fact, burn down that building, but not their faith. The church, in reality, still stands wherever two or more are gathered, even in Bridgeport, Texas. Be sure to get a copy of my latest book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's available at toddsterns.com. Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as Christ is pure. 1 John 3, 2 and 3. American Family Radio. 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's issues, the name of this daily program. Hey, uh, we're going to Israel next March. By we, I mean Allison, my wife, and I are leading another tour group uh, annually. We do that. Two years there, we had to suspend it mm-hmm. because of the COVID. Maybe you heard about that. COVID. <laughs> yeah. You heard about that, Last Fred? page of yeah. the newspaper. <laughs> so uh, so we're going back in uh, March 2023. Lord willing, and the COVID don't rise. And <laughs> 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 yeah, the COVID don't rise. All right. So, so um, I, I'm just going to believe that COVID's gone as yeah. a danger. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, whether you're charismatic or not, I ask that we all uh, reject it. We don't receive this any longer. Yeah, we do not receive right anymore. Ray? We're done. We hope We're the done. virus goes and takes Dr. Fauci with it. <laughs> well, we we don't hope any ill will on Dr. <laughs> no, Fauci. No, you just they just move on. Yeah, That's just, all. Just you're not saying on. Dr. Fauci gets sick, right? No, no, no. Just move on. Okay. All right, yeah. All right. So anyway, we are going back to Israel in March twenty twenty three. If that's something you want to do, that's a bucket list thing and and you've been waiting to go. Uh, we're going, by golly. <laughs> and you can find out the itinerary, the schedule, uh, the cost, everything. Go to TW. That's my initials. TWHolyLand.com. TWHolyLand.com. And get all the information on our 2023 Israel trip. We'd love to have you. And we want to thank the uh, senior group from West Heights, Baptist Church in uh, Pontotoc, Mississippi. They're watching the show. I'll, I think it was 35 or 40 of them out here. A lot of gray hair in that in that bunch right there, and some without hair at all. Huh? Yes. But that's a sign of wisdom. Thank you. Yes. There you go. Yes. There, that's right. I was, I, was giving, I was giving a compliment right there. That was great uh, when I voted for the first time. Anyway, thank, thanks to them for stopping by. They're watching the show through the glass there. On the other side, mm-hmm. uh, the West Heights Baptist Church. And they have a couple of bike riders from Kansas who stopped in. Oh. I didn't get their names, but uh, listeners to AFR in the Sunflower State. And they're, I don't know if what, they're what, on. Wait, wait a minute. What are you saying? Did they ride their bike from, well, from I don't, Kansas? I didn't ask. Yes. They're riding. That's a, they're riding good, their, that's a pretty good bike ride to <laughs> yes. ride from Kansas but I, to Tupelo. I'm not sure they came just to see us. I yes. think that they are. Cycling passing, across the passing, country. Passing they may be through. going on vacation, doing a summer right. ride or something. Yeah. What's the farthest you've ever ridden on your bike, Ray? Oh, I, I've done 100 miles a couple of times, but, uh, you wow. know, that's it. That's about it for me. I mean, some people, they do two, 3,000 miles, you know, across the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, if these guys started in Kansas and are in Tupelo, okay. they're, very ser- they're very serious bike riders. I'm assuming no, 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 no. Uh, I'm talking motorbike. about a motorcycle. Yes. Oh, motorcycle. My okay. bad. Yeah. You said bike. I just went to, you know. Yeah, not I a 10 speed. <laughs> is that what you ride? Yeah, I think may, mine is maybe 20, something like that. 20. You got 20 notches on your bike? Well, they get, you know, they have the different wheels, you know, the different cogs, you know, you okay. switch from one to the other. I didn't know they had such a thing. I just yeah, know, yeah. I know 10 speeds. I didn't know they had 20 speeds. So what all right, so uh, anyway, we welcome those folks to 
into town. And uh, you're listening to today's issue. Sandy Rios is on each weekday morning here on American Family Radio from 7 to 8 o'clock Central Time with her show, Sandy Rios in the Morning. And she joins us most Tuesdays when uh, it works out. Uh, Sandy, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim, and everybody else. Good morning. Hey you, still, you still ride your bike like Ray does, Sandy? <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. How far you do know, you ride I, every day? I, 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 Oh, uh, about 12 or 15 miles. Yeah, yeah. That's, but that's um, I, I haven't actually ridden lately because Bruce had another surgery. Uh, you know, he's had so many, he's had so many accidents and Ill problems that required surgery and mm-hmm. slings and whatever else this last couple of years that I hate to, so I've been walking with him uh, more and, uh, rather than riding, but I will go back to riding because I love it. Mm-hmm. You had a bad accident yourself a couple, three or four years ago or was it longer <laughs> than that? I, yeah, I on uh, day before Mother's Day, we uh, in Washington D.C. right down by the White House. I took a plunge and fell right on my face and broke my two front teeth Ooh. out and broke my jaw and my nose. It was lovely. Oh, it was lovely. Well. I should post the picture. I should post that picture. But I and I didn't have teeth until three, three years later. A real honest wow. t- teeth. I just had like. So you, you must have. You, you, you must. Did you go over the over the handlebars and face plant straight down? Yes. Mm, yes. That's a serious accident. Mm. I don't even yeah. want to hear about wow. it. That's, that hurts me to even hear about it. You know what? <laughs> I'm convinced with you bike riders. <laughs> we have a death wish. You, you <laughs> bike riders. You're, you're, you bike riders. <laughs> your number's up more than once. <laughs> yes, it is. Huh? Yes, it is. The longer you ride, because everybody I know who's a cyclist, has had one or multiple accidents like right. this. We know what they you say. You don't hear about people fall playing off the bicycle, golf and get having back on accidents it. like this. One of my friends got run off the road by a car. Yeah. You know, yep. and it, a car versus a bike, a car wins. Every, every time. time. Every, every time. Single I mean, he time. got thrown into the ditch. He lived. He was okay. Broke something. Anyway. Chris Woodward had something really clever to say. I know. What you, what'd you say, Chris? I'm sorry. Said, you know what they say? When you fall off a bicycle, you get right back up on it. Uh huh. Who says that, Chris? Chris, Chris has I, not been in an accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. You know what? I did I did that. I did that I'm because I, I believe that. I think you have to because otherwise you get too scared. Yeah. That's right. Well, you, That's right. There are so many ways you can get injured by exercising. That, uh, I just I, I'm, right, I'm of the opinion it's overrated. I saw a pain commercial a few yes. months ago, and it said that taking the stairs was painful for your joints. And how many times have we been told to take the stairs, take the stairs. versus ride an elevator? Right, right. Good point, Chris. Well, I have a new, I have a new line that's similar. I've huh? been saying, and I've experienced that you cannot diet when you're trying to save the country. <laughs> they are just mutually exclusive. You just Forget cannot it. do it. Forget it. <laughs> cannot diet when you got to save the country. Lose so, weight or right. save America. Yeah. <laughs> Those carbs and calories have got to go in to get, to get some energy to save the country. I hear you. Yeah. So. All, all right. Well, I knew that Sandy was a cyclist and Ray was a cyclist. And so I knew they had that in common, among many other things that. Uh, Chicago and other things that they have in common. Yes, All right, do. Sandy. So, uh, Fred, you had a question for Sandy? By, by the way, before you ask that question. Sure. Sandy, you're going to be uh, taking some time off, right, in the near future on yes, your I show. Am. And I wanted yep. people to know you're fine. You're going to be okay. Uh, but because uh, people are going to start calling and emailing us saying, what's wrong <laughs> with Sandy? Why, where is Sandy? <laughs> and uh, you, you want what do you want to say about that? 
Well, uh, let me just say, I've had to take some days off, and I'm sure people wondered where I am. But I've got, we, I had a surprise diagnosis, shall I say, and uh, everything's fine. It's, um, it's something that can be handled, but I do have to take some time off. I have to have some surgery. Uh, so I'll be off, like, I think for th- three weeks coming up starting next week. Okay. Uh, but it's a time where I'm just going to be, uh, you know, taking care of business. Sure. But I'll be back. I'll be back, we and get, uh, this, yeah. and we got, you know, we have a Christian uh, is going to be hosting for me, and I we haven't even had a chance to ask Fred yet. Fred, let me yeah, ask you now. Fred, Would you? <laughs> can you fill in for Sandy? I can fill in for Sandy. You know okay, she has and a great Fred, audience. I love it. And you know what? People love it when you host. We get yeah. such compliments, Fred, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. So, uh, so Jay Christian Adams and uh, Fred will be filling in for yep. Sandy when she's out. But folks, Sandy yep. will be back. She's just yes. Had some health issues she's going to take care of, and they may be back 100% in about three weeks, right? Going to take care of business. Yes. You cannot keep Sandy Rios down. No. Oh, well, keep well good woman eventually down. you will. T- right. Eventually I go down. Right, I'm sure right, of it. Right, as we all will. One day. Uh, but, you know what? You know, it's true, Fred. Yeah. I am never one to, I kind of, I don't know what it is. I, uh, my parents, I guess, you know, I just, you know, I have to just keep going. I was just thinking when I, I was talking to Tim this morning when I had my teeth knocked out. I don't think I took more than a couple of days at the most. I didn't have teeth. I remember hosting one morning. Oh, I know. I, teeth. I, I heard. Do you remember your, that? I heard your swir- slurred words. <laughs> People were wondering if she, she had an accent uh, all of a sudden. I don't have any front teeth, but I'm doing the show, by golly. I had COVID a year ago, and I was very sick, but Bruce yes, was so were. sick that we talked about that. But I, I don't think I missed a day. And then yeah. I had. Um, what else did I have? I had my knee replaced uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I was off maybe one or two days. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, but yeah. that's okay. I mean, I think that's I uh, look. That's not a boast. You got that I think work. You got that work ethic from your parents. Is yes, what you I were did. Saying. And it's a good yes. thing. Yes. yes, I did. Okay, it's mm-hmm. something yeah. to be commended. Yep. Yeah, uh, so it's unusual for me to take this much time, but I'm I'm really grateful to be able to do it. But sometimes you got to be smart enough to know you got to take some time off to rest for the long haul. Yes. Uh, otherwise, right. you know, I know a lot of people try to come back from injuries or surgeries too quick and and it only delays uh, their recovery. Yeah. Sound like a doctor, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I, I, I agree, doctor. I, I, don't, I agree with I'm you. not a doctor. That, uh, <laughs> but I play one on the no, radio. <laughs> that, that passed me by with my C in college chemistry. <laughs> that, was the, that was the end of my medical uh, road right there. All right. So, uh, Fred, you had a question for Sandy? Yeah, we're we're watching a couple of things today in Alabama. We got the big runoff between Mo Brooks and Katie Brett. Any predictions from you, Sandy, on that one? Well, you know it's very unpredictable. But here's the here are the here are the wild cards to me. I think Mo, if the people of Alabama who are really conservative have their way, he will be the victor. People that are paying attention. But Katie Britt is the pick of the establishment, and I don't. I just well, suspect also that President all kinds Trump. of strings will be pulled. Well, yeah. let me talk about Alabama first, though. I, okay, and Mitch McConnell in D.C. I think all kinds of strings that could be pulled will be pulled. Uh, and, of course, certainly the media is not going to help Mo Brooks. He he will not be controlled by Mitch McConnell. And so I'm sure they'd much rather. Uh, so they wanted, you know, Justice Moore out so badly that Katie Britt and, uh, and Senator Shelby, who she was the chief of staff for, supported Doug Jones and helped him get elected. Hmm. That's that's reprehensible. So, yeah, well, uh, so that's today in Alabama. Mo Brooks, uh, who's oh, been on our oh. program, no, no, he, it, the Republican primary uh, 
which is a two-person race, Katie yep. Britt and uh, Bo This Brooks, is a runoff. It's today. Yeah. So we'll know tonight who mm-hmm. will be the next U.S. senator uh, from yep. the state of Alabama because the Democrat doesn't have a chance, really. Go ahead. Right. And let, let me add that there were, in the initial election, there were six Republican candidates. Right. Uh, the, the bottom three got, you know, what, a combination of like 15,000, 20,000? Mm-hmm. Michael Dur- Durant, though, came in third, and he got 138,000. He initially said he was going to endorse endor- <clears throat> endorse Mo, but he ended up not endorsing. I wonder who talked to him. But um, <laughs> he got 138,300 votes if people who supported Mike Durant support Mo Brooks, because I, I suspect that Michael is a conservative. That would put that would certainly give Mo Brooks yeah. the, uh, the race. It's going to be close, it appears to me. What else well, you got, Fred? Well, I was just going to say, too, and what makes this race interesting, initially, uh, former President Trump endorsed Mo Brooks. But then Mo Brooks got Trump upset because no. Mo Brooks said it was time to move on. So Pumped now up. Trump has endorsed Katie Trump got, Trump got petty like he does yeah. sometimes. He takes two steps forward and then one step back on, on stuff like that. And it's unfortunate. Because Mo Brooks is, uh, uh, I'm not saying anything against Katie Britt as far I don't know her, but mm. uh, she doesn't have a voting record. And I can, but Mo Brooks has a long voting record, yeah. and he's very conservative, pro-life, pro-family, pro-constitution. Mm-hmm. Pro Second Amendment. I just don't see how you improve on his voting record. Well, and Tim, go ahead. Could I also interject? Mo Brooks was in on January sixth. He was there at that rally, and then when he went to the Capitol, he was one of the leaders in the House of uh, lobbying for that uh, the um, holding off on accepting that slate of electors. <clears throat> so he he did a lot for President Trump, and it was wrong yeah, for President Trump it, to do what he it did. It wasn't reciprocated. That's right. Uh, here, I'm sorry to say, because well, anyway. you know what. What happens? No excuses to make, but this is a weakness of President Trump. Somebody whispers in his ear, do you know what? And puts a spin on what Mo said, and that's all it takes. That he's saying this, saying this. All Mo Brooks said was, we need to, we can't look back on 2020. We need, people want to talk about going forward, Ray. And then, then President (laughs) Trump goes, well, I'm not, I'm taking away my endorsement because you're woke. Anyway, it's just, it's just just crazy, Tim. Yeah, just Just crazy. Mo Brooks, by far the better candidate in Alabama, by far. As far as the big deal today, as far as the track record, Mm -hmm. uh, Katie Katie Britt, if she's the one, you know, she may do great. I don't know. She, she is, uh, seems like a really nice person, but I'm just saying, if you want to look at track record, actual voting record, Mo Brooks unquestionably is, uh, a solid uh, five-star conservative. What else you got, Fred? The other thing, Sandy, I want to ask you, because I know you know Virginia politics very well. Uh, we've got, we're looking at the uh, results today in the second district and the seventh district in Virginia, which right now the incumbents are Democrat. But the experts seem to be saying there's a real possibility because of the movement in Virginia towards Republicans. We saw what happened in the state election in November last year that those could be pickups for the Republicans come November. Yeah, the, the one uh, that I'm most uh, familiar with is seven, and that is the seat that was held by Dave Bratt, Congressman Dave Bratt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abigail Spanberger beat him. Abigail is a former member, I think it was the CIA. She's uh, very much a leftist, uh, but she won that seat in, I think, I'm losing my years here, 2020 or 20, 2018. I'm not 2020, sure. 2020, yeah. Yeah, 20, okay. Uh, so, um, Yesley Vega is challenging Abigail Spanberger. Yesley is a police officer, 
Uh, she may be a commander. I don't know her bio that well, but I, all I know is this. A lot of my friends say she's incredible, like Ted Cruz. Uh, Dave Bratt is endorsing her. Uh, John McGuire, who is a, a Virginia delegate, is endorsing her. There's just a huge long list. People think she is incredible. She's a Christian. She's a strong conservative. She's a policewoman uh, who's had a lot of experience. And so um, I put my money on Yesley Vega, actually, in that race. I, I, I don't know where she is with the establishment Republicans. But you would put your money on her if you were a betting woman. If I were a bet, if I had money, for that matter. But I think <laughs> if, I, if I had. Oh, if you had money. Yes, I were a betting yes, woman. right. All right. Uh, anything else, Fred, before we let Sandy? No, this, I think go. this is going to be a test of uh, Governor Glenn Youngen's coattails. If mm-hmm. he can bring those districts along. He's Why? Are they, are they close? Or are they, is, that a Democrat, is that a blue district? It's, it has been blue. All right. uh, but because of what Glenn Youngen achieved in the November state election, there is a belief that these districts will switch. To I, the I think there's a, lot of, if there's, a, there's a big chance across the country in purple. Mm-hmm. districts to flip red yes. or to go red yes a deep blue uh deep, i don't know if that's the it doesn't sound like it's deep blue deep blue states they're not going to learn the lessons of mm-hmm. uh they're just huh no well well virginia has the problem that a lot of states have like uh, new york california and illinois where we have huge metropolitan areas uh that uh poison uh, the electorate. It's like it's a it's an argument for the electoral college because, like in Northern Virginia, that's where all, it's saturated by people involved in uh, politics, and uh, it has been filled with federal government, Democrats. federal government employees, federal who are government almost employees. all Democrats, right? Yes, yes. And so Northern Virginia is saturated with that and very dense, densely populated. Southern yeah. Virginia is still red, uh, but they get they get hurt by the politics of Northern Virginia. So yeah. that's. That's what uh, they're up up against now yeah. around you know the rest of but Virginia. But Junkin did win, yep. and and so did yep. uh, uh, who's the uh, Winsome Sears? Winsome Sears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to yeah, be on our show. We should on? say also there are runoff elections today in Georgia and in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and uh, there was an article, very interesting article, this at the in the Atlanta Constitution, Atlanta Journal, Journal Constitution. Constitution. Yeah, okay, and it talked about uh, they discovered this problem with voter machines, mm. uh, and a Democrat was actually complaining, and he was he had come out top of the election, top of three, and when they did a hand recount because of this challenge. The Democrat actually came in last, and the woman who, in the by the according to the machine, had almost no votes in most precincts, came out on top. She got, she ain't earned like uh, three 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 thousand eight hundred votes in a small area. So they're now deciding that you know there might be a problem with these machines. I just don't understand it. So I'm just telling you, people in Georgia. Uh, the fight goes on to clean up, and it's a, it's around the country too. But of course, Attorney General Barr is telling us that that's just silly. It's B, you know what he said, BS, uh, that there was any kind of voter fraud in 2020, and the J6 committee is now passing judgment on John Eastman because he tried to get Attorney um, Vice President Pence to hold off because states were begging them not to count not to accept those particular slate of electors because they were having so much, so many problems and I, more information was coming in. Yeah. But, but I think uh, of the January 6th committee just needs to go on to Broadway <laughs> and have a permanent show. You know what I'm saying? See, if they yeah. Could, like, like the one that's at, like, like Hamilton, uh, like Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Just have the it. Gen- 
Like yeah. Hamilton or Cats or one of those uh, long-standing. I like to see them do Cats. Just do, just I vote do for January. That one. They could dress like Cats. Call it no. Cats. Call it January sixth, the musical, <laughs> and, and have Benny Thompson, uh, you know, be the lead dancer right there. Uh, you know I, what? That I'm, sounds like like Anne and Fela McClear would do. They're the the Irish couple that does these documentaries. Yes. They're the ones that they right. would do that. I mean. Stay yeah. tuned. I bet they will do that. Uh, I mean, Liz Cheney, she could come out there and do a song and dance there. You remember uh, uh, Peter Strzok and his girlfriend, the the text yes. messages? They, that yes. actually became a play. So there is well, that, some sort of precedence for this. Well, that's okay. Philemon and McClear. The other yes. ones that did yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah, yeah. that. And it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was so funny. It's just just hilarious. Get Everybody your tickets. should see that. Get your tickets, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For January 6th, the musical. Yeah, the musical. On Broadway. Huh? <laughs> All right. Th- thank you, Sandy. Have a, have a great the rest of your Are you going riding today or no? No, no. I'm actually okay. I'm probably going to I have okay. to unpack and uh, probably get a little bit of rest. Then okay. I have another interview this afternoon. I'm interviewing uh, Governor Rick Scott. Or Governor. Huh? Senator, Senator Rick Scott this afternoon. Former governor, this, right? Former governor of Florida and now the uh, the senator yeah. Yeah. from the okay. state of Florida. So I, I'm doing that this afternoon a okay. little bit later. A tape a taped interview for yes. Okay. For, okay. Yes. Every, All right. Be. All right. Well, take care, Sandy. Thanks so much for being on with us. Okay. You, Sandy. My pleasure. Talk to you guys Good. soon. Take okay, care. Bye bye. Thank you. Sandy Rios joining us. Uh, I'm Tim with Fred and uh, Chris and Ray. By the way, Sandy just mentioned if you're just joining us, you're a fan of Sandy Rios in the morning. She's going to be. Uh, taking some time off, three weeks, in fact. So uh, she's going to be back. Sandy's not go, not gone anywhere. So when you don't hear Sandy Amen. for a few days, don't email and call us saying, <laughs> where is Sandy? <laughs> when we just told you. Yeah. Okay, she's just taking some time off, so she'll be back. We need Sandy. Yes. Uh, we need Sandy. Uh, yeah. You know, Sandy can't retire. Nope. Not going to let her. Nope. Not going to let her. No. Mm-hmm. Sandy can't retire. And she can't die, so she's just going to be on. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to let her die. That's or right. retire. That's so we right. need Sandy around for a long, long time. She is a uh, true champion of faith, family, and freedom. All right, Chris, what do you got? Well, I want to bring attention to uh, something that's going on in California because this oh, good. could be happening in your state uh, in the uh, not-too-distant future. Uh, it's not fake news. There is a bill awaiting the governor's veto or signature, and this bill would bar the arrest of anyone loitering for prostitution. In California. In well, California. It, it's a propo- it's, it's legislation that's been passed mm-hmm. that says what now? It would prevent anyone from being arrested that is loitering for prostitution. They're waiting for... Prostitutes? Yes. Well, the, or customers. Mean, or customers, yes. And, uh, like Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or whatever. Um. And I spoke about this, talking about this, uh, you know, in Las Vegas, this is pretty much legal. Uh, in California, it may be uh, in the not-too-distant future based on these comments that I got from Greg Burt of California Family Council, clip one. Traffickers are going to love that because their their business won't be harassed by, uh, you know, law enforcement. And so we think this is a, a terrible uh, precedent, and we see it's the first step here in California to legalize prostitution altogether. Yeah, it's being pushed by a Democrat Senator, Scott Wiener. Mm -hmm. From San Francisco. Scott Wiener is a homosexual. Uh, This law, he says, he's trying to deal with 
unfair arrests of, he says, mainly black people and transgenders. So he wants to push this forward. Yeah. Well, it's California. Well, and what's interesting is California is one of those states, maybe the only state where a governor doesn't actually have to weigh in on something for it to become law. In California, you can sign it, you can veto it, or you can let it sit on your desk for a period of time and it becomes law. Well, go for it, California. Wow. I, 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 it's a good thing to make prostitution le- uh, easier. That's, that's basically what this bill right. do. Well, and you just had yeah. the, uh, the DA of San Francisco. He got recalled because he wasn't mm-hmm. enforcing laws. And he was one of those who has endorsed this law mm-hmm. before he got ousted a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Greg Bird is exactly right. Can you imagine that you're going to have young ladies who have been basically abducted by these horrible people who traffic mm-hmm. in this stuff, and now the police cannot even approach them if they're loitering for the sake of prostitution on mm-hmm. the street to rescue these young girls from these thugs. This is what this guy is doing. This but is prostitution thing. itself going to be legal or illegal? There's, Yeah, California Family Council is arguing this is the next step. Sure. They're, well, they're it, making it where right, you can't right, be arrested what think, for What it. do you think about this? Well, nobody's going to be arrested for prostitution in California. It'll be right. technically illegal on the books, but the cops are going to do nothing about it now. Nothing. Yeah, and what they're saying is, what you're saying, the critics are saying that this will lead to more human traf- sex yes. trafficking yes. because the cops won't be able to inquire as to why you're right. standing here, right. what are you doing, who are you with. Yes. Because um, because basically, basically it's going to promote prostitution. Right. And what happens in California doesn't always stay in California. Yeah, well... Right. All right, uh, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We're going to take a five-minute break for news and information, and we shall return with more of today's issues with Steve Jordahl coming along. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. See you back here in a minute, everybody. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.